Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive, Drive Time, Time sports, sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports here at the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. Standing by Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. So, Trey, what? Hey, I know there's no announcements yet, but... What if it's raining tomorrow morning? Yeah, we experienced that a few years ago. Uh, I called it the red-white rainout. It was in the Walker <laughs> Pavilion. They yeah. obviously didn't let fans in, but let media in. Um, a few things happened on that day. It was kind of an unfortunate day. Like Ray Peavy transferred later after it. He wasn't at the scrimmage. And uh, Raleigh Williams also injured his neck for the second time. Yeah, and, I remember uh, that. Ended up having to retire from football. Um I can remember about the game. It wasn't very interesting because it, you know, obviously wasn't live tackle also that time. And, uh, which is, you know, interesting because Raleigh got hurt that game, but yeah, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't be ideal, but, uh, there's definitely a chance for rain tomorrow. And if it does happen, I would assume it'd be somewhere. You think they'd go indoors and any fans yeah. that showed up, it's just like, well, thank you. We'll see you in the fall. Yeah. I think it'd just be the level of, uh, you know, weather we're dealing with, you know, if it's sprinkling, then probably stay outside. Right. If it's mm-hmm. lightning, obviously, you know, that changes a lot of things. But right. uh, downpour, nobody, I mean, you can't get any work done. I mean, obviously, you practice wet ball stuff, and there's some benefit to, you know, doing some rain stuff. But, you know, not this time of year. You want to you wanna get some good work in. So um, I don't know what they would do exactly. They may, they may just say, hey, we're going to scrimmage another day, you know, for the media could come yeah. next week we'll try to do it outside i don't i don't know exactly how they would do it tough for fans um, yeah you know my wife and i were involved with uh, champions for kids and razor fest for years and uh that kind of you when it's course but now they do have hog fest that's done by the athletic department i think pepsi's our sponsor but that's 8 to 11 in the morning and as you're looking at the forecast they have moved the rain back to maybe starting around 10 tonight which is going to allow them to get baseball in but it's supposed to rain all morning, and, boy, that really puts a damper on because it, it it's a nice festive thing to go to, and you hate that they may get rain for that. Yeah, you said damper, your own little pun. You didn't even <laughs> yeah, mean No, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way, although I did notice on the SEC network that Auburn beat Niagara in softball today, so I guess the headline is Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah, I was ready for that, Trey. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. Trey needs to be on more often, Randy. I know he laughed. <laughs> that was a, I, I, I can't warn him enough. Don't do that. Don't not, do that. 
It's not laughing with Rick. That's, oh, no okay. Oh, you're laughing at me because it's so stupid. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, That's worse than a buzzer, Trey. Thank you. <laughs> well, Trey, I must confess you're throwing a little bit of doubt into my mind whether or not to come up tomorrow. Marcus and I, we're going to make the journey, but um, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm obviously with the – Arkansas baseball game on as we speak. Uh, I will be here at my post watching uh, as my email continues to alert me that I've got one waiting on me. And uh, see if there's anything from Kyle Parkinson saying, well, here's what we're going to do one way or the other. And mm-hmm. so far we've heard nothing about that. So, um, but gosh, I, I, I hmm. That's a long way to travel for us out of central Arkansas to uh, uh, watch, watch raindrops. Them. Yeah, watch raindrops. And maybe so. have to go inside. Yeah. So tough call. Sure. Don't you? I, I wonder if they'll make an announcement tonight. I, I don't know. It, it could be early in the morning. Just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's just something right now we're just going to have to play by ear, so to speak. Um, Trey, when you put these. Now, to my knowledge, you know me, I love depth charts, so I, this is what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. But to my knowledge, Arkansas has not put out a depth chart, have have they? No. Have I just missed it? Arkansas only puts out depth charts game week. Yeah, yeah. the day That's, before the game or a day yeah. of the game. Yeah. The last depth chart you'll see for them is, you know, the last game and the, the first one goal. is the first game. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Things have changed since the Outback Bowl. Some guys aren't on the team anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I feel pretty good about mine. I mean, it changes up a lot. And, they, you know, there's players that are injured, and that impacts you know, how the depth chart looks, obviously. Um, I, I would assume that I would naturally, during the off season put together a projected depth chart for game one. I, I did one before the spring, and I'll do one after the spring. Um but, you know, I could also easily put together one just based on what we've seen so far. But I would feel pretty good about, you know, there's going to there's gonna be some changes. Some guys will – things will happen in the off season. Guys will get stronger and, you know, more mature. Or, um, you know, injuries always are a factor. But, um, you know, the ones that I put up there I, I don't think are a bad representation of how things should actually be, you know, when, when the season does roll around. There's a few battles, but I kind of well, got an idea was... how those are going to shake out. Yeah, that was my lead-in question, or my next question, I should say, is based upon what you see ending at spring, what Mm -hmm. remaining battles, as you talked about, do you see uh, for open positions? Well, a lot of it's, you know, is our battles with that involve a a a transfer. You know, Um, wide receiver is it Jaden Hazelwood or Bryce Stevens? I would probably feel pretty good saying that when everything shakes out, it'll be Jaden Hazelwood. Could be Malik Hornsby. I mean, I think Malik Hornsby is a guy that we could see a lot. Just, I mean, every time he goes out there, he makes a big play. And so, I mean, I think he's a guy that we could see a lot at wide receiver. But, uh, and also, you know, as the backup quarterback, he would probably be needed then, um, you know, because KJ does get banged up from time to time. And then on the offensive line, left tackle, I mean, I could almost go out on a limb and say that it wouldn't surprise me to see Brady Latham end up as the left tackle 
and Jalen St. John maybe as the left guard. I could see a lot of different things going there. Now, it could end up being Luke Jones, too. We've seen Luke Jones work. You know, he was working some right tackle yesterday in addition to left. Uh, there's just a lot that could go on. What I do know about Sam Pittman is he's going to get his best players at center and left tackle, whatever that means. He's going to he's going to get it done where those are the two best players uh, on the offensive line. So we'll see how it shakes out. Takias Crawford certainly has looked good and has gotten a lot of work because Dalton Wagner has been out. You know, so he's a guy that's worked at different spots, spots, works at guard, works at tackle, you know. And, and when you get down to that, after you figure out those two spots, you know, then it's it's about getting your next three best offensive linemen out there regardless. And that's why we've seen so much cross-training. So there could be some shakeup with the offensive line. I mean, there's a lot of experience with those older guys. They certainly all put together a good season last year. Uh, but, man, those young guys, some of them are just are really big and talented. So we'll see how that shakes out. Defensive line, you've got, um, you know, Jordan Dominic coming in. You've got Landon Jackson who will be healthy. We know that they're looking at a couple more interior guys, so there could be a lot of change there. Uh, I was really impressed talking with Chris Paul, who likes, who prefers Poo Paul. I asked him if he liked Chris, Christopher, or Poo, and he said he likes Poo. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Poo Paul, uh, I was really impressed talking to him for the first time as a Razorback yesterday. I thought he was um, just had a lot of great stuff to say. You can tell. Um, he was brought up right. He's, you know, somebody, always talking about what his dad says and what his sisters, six sisters. He's the only boy he has six sisters, older, all older. Um, wow. You know, just the impact that they've had on his life, and uh, you can tell it's been a positive one. Um, so, uh, I could, I could see Chris Paul end up being like a, a spokesman for the team one day. You know, when he gets older. Uh, so, you know, him, Drew Sanders. Obviously, I think we would expect Bumper Pool to be a starter, and then you know, Latavius Brini. Where does he fit in? Is it a battle with Jaden Johnson? Is it a battle with Simeon Blair? You know, um, and I think McLaughlin feels pretty good about him being there. But um, you know, I, st- I, st- I think Hudson Clark will play and maybe start, but I could definitely still see a battle there. I mean, but Darius Bishop started eight games last year, and he hasn't really been a factor this spring because he's coming off of an injury, mostly second, third group type of work. I think Malik Chavis has looked good, so that's another battle that. Um, you know, we could figure some things out maybe tomorrow and, um, you know, throughout the off season. So, and into fall camp. So there's, there's definitely some competitions to watch. Trey with Malik Hornsby looking so good at receiver and also looking good at times at quarterback mm-hmm. with some open scholarships. And we've talked about maybe they still want some defensive linemen. Do you think they'd look at the transfer portal for a quarterback? For a quarterback? It's yeah, maybe possible. not necessarily a guy that's going to come in and be a gee whiz starter, but a guy that you can say, hey, this guy was the second guy at some, at another school, and he could come yeah. in and provide backup here. That's the question you have to wonder about. Like, who are you going to get and say, hey, man, we really need a backup? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, what's the level of, of talent you, that you, you can bring in there? You know, you've got three guys right now. They really like Fortin. Um, and, you know, you've got Cade Renfro, hopefully – hopefully going to be back for fall camp um and if you did if you get that and you you know there's um i know at least one walk on from a smaller college that's coming up um and you know so you'll have some some additions like that some you know walk-ons from the younger classes that'll should help shore some things up hopefully you don't lose anybody else this you know this off season Um, right because that's always a distinct possibility but 
hopefully that didn't happen and, and they can they can get through this year. And, you know, you're looking ahead, um, you know, you've got Jaden Rashada coming up for a visit who's a five-star quarterback in the class of 2023. Malachi Singleton has scheduled his third trip. I mean, either one of those guys, sign them up. You know, which, whichever one jumps on first is what I would say. Um, you know, so even you're not going to get both of those guys, but you could get maybe one of those guys and then bring in, a, you know, kind of a flyer, a guy that's maybe not as recruited as heavily, a guy that maybe has some promise. Um, and I could definitely see them possibly bringing in two quarterbacks in the class in, in that kind of manner. Yeah, how quickly can you walk on, pay your own way, and uh... – you know, get in line. Maybe you'll get to a few snaps now and then as a backup quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah, that's so. a crazy thing to think about, but you're just thinking, yeah. you know, your number two quarterback's really a good receiver, too. I mean, I'm sure they'll use yeah. him in a lot of different ways, well, but. You know, here's another interesting point, Rick, because there are a lot of players that get left over in the transfer portal. They're just sitting there with no yes. place to go. That's a. So you're it, right. Good point. It could come up to, like, hey, you got nothing else to do, you know. You might as well come here on scholarship. Yeah. Hey, Bama's <laughs> I mean, a great place to way, spend but... your time, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's a, you know, quarterback was already a position where we saw a lot of transfers before the one-time transfer rule. Yeah. Before that even took effect, we were that was probably the you know per capita that was the most active position uh, transferring, and now I mean, you just got to believe that. I mean, it's going to be even worse on that position. I think, I think you're going to see a lot of really thin teams here and there uh, in the transfer, you know, or, uh, you know, playing uh, that just don't have a lot of backup options because quarterbacks don't like their situation and they enter the portal. And, you know, if you've got an established starter, then you're not a real attractive destination for a guy in the portal yeah. that's, you know, yeah. of any quality. Of course. Yeah, we have JJ's and we have uh, Sassy's and we have uh, Wright's Barbecue. I, I, I know you want to come on and join us. Um, I didn't realize the extent of the injury that Jaqueline Crawford suffered in his auto accident uh, to the degree that they had to put a rod in his leg. Mm. Is he expected as far as everyone knows? Yeah, I don't know. hundred percent. I don't know the timetable. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the timetable on that. Wow, that was uh, that was a big time injury. You kind of touched on this a second ago, Trey. Also, and that was this is a huge visit weekend. Now, I, I, you can tell which ones, or you can tell us which ones if there's any on official visits. But I mean, this is I don't know what thirty, forty potential prospects will be on hand, maybe even more. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a really big visit weekend. I'm trying to bring up Danny's breakdown on on everybody that's coming, but I can't seem to find it. Um, well, I mean, we talked about Rashad already, and, you know, he's obviously a huge prospect all the way out in Pittsburgh, California. So, um, you know, being able to bring in a guy like that just period is – I mean, I think that says a lot about the program. Um, Randy, I don't know why I'm having a hard time bringing up this list, but – Let's see. All right, all right. I'm I'm looking at it right now, and let's right, you see. Got set, yeah, I've got Cedric, Cedric Baxter. Baxter. Already, yeah, okay. He's already yeah he he's already here, and he's staying through Saturday. Okay, so for those who aren't familiar with Baxter, four star running back, 
uh, number 46 player in the country, 6'1", 215-pound guy, uh, all the way out in Orlando, Florida. And, again, as you would imagine, he, he has a whole whole lot of options. Uh, Caleb Hicks, uh, Kaleeb Hicks, I believe is how you say it, is another one, 5'11", 195-pound running back. I don't know how this guy's not a four-star. He's number 497 overall prospect in the country. But you go watch this kid's video, and, I mean, you look at the offer list, and it's Alabama, Auburn, Arizona, Baylor. You know, he's got an extensive offer list. But he's another guy, I would say, to, to really keep an eye on. Um, I mentioned Jaden Rashada, who's a class of 2023. Um, and then there's Luke Brown, a class of 2023 offensive lineman, who's also a four-star out of uh, Henry County in Paris, Tennessee. Connor Stroh is a guy that I would say – uh, might be a walk-on, or she may not might be a walk-on. This kid's not a walk-on. This kid's six seven, three hundred forty-five pounds, and very highly recruited, uh, but is a guy to keep an eye on, I should say, um, for possible commitment. He's been to Arkansas before. Uh, as, Pitt, as Sam Pittman says, he's plenty big, six seven, three forty-five, and with a, a pretty extensive offer list. But he's a guy that I think people have had their eye on for a long time. Uh, Chance Rucker is another one, a four-star cornerback out of. Uh, Denton, Texas, Ryan High School. Uh, he's a four-star composite, I should say. He's a three-star in 24-7, just a shade under four-star status. But, I mean, the list kind of goes on and on and on like that. You mentioned there's like 40 guys, and Danny has broken down. Danny's got a running list of everybody. There's been recruits throughout the whole spring. But, I mean, as far as like four-star types, and, you know, there are three stars that are really, really good on this list also. But there's, you know, it feels like, I don't know, over a dozen four-star recruits, which is pretty impressive. And then, you know, you got an eight, uh, April 18th, you're bringing in Joshua Manning, a four-star wide receiver out of Missouri. And then April 23rd is a really good-looking weekend, too, and that's when Malachi Singleton is coming for his third visit. Usually if a guy comes in for a second visit, that really turns your head. You know, that's, that's like, okay, um, he's coming in for his third. Now, he's visiting Miami this weekend. He's visited a lot of other big schools. Um, you know, Rashada to me is kind of like, I don't want to say a pipe dream. Okay. But you know, that's your, that's a like a, a long shot. I would say, I mean, he's coming all the way from California. Obviously you pass a lot of really good schools from California to Arkansas. And that's kind of the struggle that Arkansas has always had in recruiting. When you talk about five stars and stuff like that, and, you know, it's, it's a population thing there, you know, the talent is farther away from, from Northwest Arkansas than they'd like. That's kind of the only thing that, to me that, that hurts Arkansas. So, but getting him here, I think is big Singleton to me. And again, he's from Georgia, but it just seems like, you know, you're coming on your third trip. Um, I think he really, really enjoyed his visit. His, his mom and his brothers came last time. His fa whole family's coming this time. Um, to me, like when I look at, okay, like who is, Where's Arkansas, you know, got a good shot? I think it's Singleton. I think he's, you know, he's kind of the, the guy to me. Um, not that, you know, Rashada obviously would be huge, but Singleton to me, 6'1", thickly built, 220 pounds, plays at a very high level uh, of Georgia, uh, 7A in Georgia, and can run, can throw. I like him a lot, and I think that he's, you know, and coming on his third visit that he could end up being the guy. I'm almost getting to the point, Trey, if they're from Georgia, period, take them. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like <laughs> they play such a quality brand of football and their athletes seem to be so far advanced physically that you're like, okay, take them. Yeah. And uh, even if they're a three-star, I'm not sure about a two-star, but anyway, it, uh, yeah. it just seems and, like. Yeah, and, you know, 
there's I, I've got a lot of family connections to Georgia. I've lived in Georgia, and it's not just Atlanta. I mean, it is all over that state. Small county schools they have. Um, there's just a there's a lot of talent there, and I think Atlanta actually um, produces more SEC players than any other um, than any other city. I think so. By the way, this quick update from the ballpark. It's the top half of the second inning, actually now into the uh, bottom of the third inning. Nothing, nothing, Arkansas and LSU. What? Bottom of the third now? I'm usually ahead of you, Randy, and LSU. I'm second, just, bottom second. Just, yeah, second. they just got retired in the top of the second. So Bottom yeah. of the second. Okay, I'm I jumping. You're in. an inning ahead of me, gee, man. <laughs> man, I was hoping that was the case. I could say, hey, Rick, we're now the bottom of the third <laughs> inning but no that's not the case but um well try i i know we will all be watching the weather uh marcus is going to join us in the next sec- segment emmy i'm telling you partner i am watching the weather for us because <laughs> I I, i'm not sure i want to make that long journey up there not only in in heavy rain no matter for the wagoneer or not mm-hmm. but you know from what weight Trey has described what could happen on the inside, inside the Walker Pavilion. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I value yours and, and uh, my time. You know? <laughs> How about our lives, ba- right? That, that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> you know, somebody could slam you on the sidelines or something. Good grief. Oh, no. Just, we, you would, just, Rick would probably be there to throw us out off the no, sidelines. No, no, no. No, I don't do that. Uh, you know, the, my wife just texted me and said we're expecting some hail here now tonight. So... Hope it's not, uh, hope not. Ah, Kyle Parkinson. All right, someone told me you guys were talking about Hogfest football tomorrow on the show. As of right now, everything with Hogfest and practice in the stadium is a go. We're not planning on going inside for the practice list force by lightning heavy rain. So anything you can do to help communicate our plans have not changed would be appreciated. There you go. Way to go. Thank you, Kyle, for listening. All right, Emmy, we're on. We're on. We're on. All right. All right, Trey, we'll see you tomorrow. That's (laughs) TreyBiddyofHogsports.com.